Ready, set, go! Welcome to the EV Diaries. I am Ben. I am an electrical engineer in southeastern Kentucky, and I work for a distribution cooperative. This is the podcast where we explore the potential place of EVs in small-town America. Doing this podcast, I've been able to interact with EV enthusiasts around the world. So I'm going to tell a story today about Becky and her 2016 Nissan Leaf that she bought used and her recent trip to Disney World. Her experience is way too common and really says something about human nature. If you've never heard of it, there is a phenomenon called icing, and this is where a regular gasoline-powered internal combustion engine car parks in front of a EV charging station. It's the equivalent of an electric vehicle parking in front of a gas pump. Sometimes it's just accidental because people are not used to seeing charging stations, they're not looking for charging stations, and they just pull in the parking place get out of their car and go in to wherever they're going. Sometimes it's just intentional and malicious. And we've seen a lot of EV haters. Uh, You can go to websites like InsideEVs.com and there's just all sorts of videos that have been captured on Teslas using their sentry mode that just show people acting ridiculous. I had never heard of icing. Keep in mind, though, I don't own an electric car at this point. I'm in the market, and there's plenty of information about what I'm looking at in previous episodes. But last month, there was a news story where a Berlin police department responded to an instance of icing, and the police actually put on their Twitter feed towing the vehicle. It involved picking up this Ford F-150 with a crane and placing it on the back of a flatbed truck. After reading that article, I understood icing. And in case you're wondering, they get the icing from internal combustion engine. Spells ice. And you'll see that in the EV vernacular. So if anybody ever refers to an ice vehicle, they're not talking about some overland trekking vehicle in Antarctica, well, they could be, but nine times out of ten, they're talking about an internal combustion engine, especially if we're having a debate on EVs. Back to Becky's story. She drove her 2016 Leaf to the Magic Kingdom, and Disney has several charging stations on their property, scattered about in strategic locations. There's a few at the parks, there's some at the hotels, and of course, Disney Springs has its fair share in their parking garage. Well, there are seven in the Magic Kingdom. That's according to the ChargePoint website. And that's good, but what happened to Becky is when she got there, all the EV stations were full. So she proceeded to park her leaf and started into the park. Well, as she was walking by the charging stations, she noticed that there was a Tesla sitting there unplugged. She sent me a picture, and I will post it on the website and link it in the show notes. 
I understand that if you are at the Magic Kingdom, it is completely inconvenient to go move your car when it's done charging. First of all, you have to leave what you're doing. Say you're on It's a Small World or you've just gotten off the Haunted Mansion. You then have to trek to the front of the park, exit, take a ferry boat or monorail to the Ticket and Transportation Center, which is about a 20-minute one-way trip. You then have to move your car, find a parking place, take a tram back up to the Ticket and Transportation Center, get on the ferry boat again or the monorail. Maybe this time you take the other. It's about the same time-wise. You have to go back through security, back through ticket processing, then walk to wherever your family or loved ones are now waiting for you. All in all, by my calculation, you're going to spend at least an hour moving your car after it's done charging. I realize it's inconvenient, but that's part of EV ownership. You need to, once you're done charging, move your car. In this instance, this Tesla wasn't even charging. It was just using the EV designated spot as a primo parking place because it was up close to the Ticket and Transportation Center. That's really the equivalent of going somewhere and using your loved one's handicap sticker to park close to the entrance of the store or restaurant or wherever you're going when they're not with you. I mean, this is icing, but we can't call it that. I don't know what we're going to call it. Uh, we can call it charge blocking, cording off, electron dam. I don't know what we would call it. I'm open for suggestions, so uh, if you have a name that we can call icing using an EV, send that to ben at evdiaries.com, and maybe we'll, uh, we'll see what suggestions come out there. Who knows? Anyway, getting back to Becky and her story, this really is part of human nature, I believe, because some people are considerate. Some people are just oblivious. They don't know what's going on around them, and they really just don't pay attention. And some people are just jerks. But Becky's story does have a magical ending. We're at Disney World, after all. Uh, there was a gentleman moving his Chevy Bolt as she was walking by. They were actually able to exchange parking places. Keep in mind, as an EV enthusiast, we are a tribe. We're part of a movement. We're on the cutting edge early adoption. And I realize that we're 10 years into this electric vehicle thing, but... This, we are still in the minority. We are in this together. EV owners need to take care of each other and watch for each other. You know, when I first got my Mini, there's this thing that they uh, they call the Mini Wave, and it's basically, you know, just to keep your hand on the steering wheel and, you know, raise your hand type thing. And I noticed that every time I passed a Mini, I would, I would see people throw their hand up. Of course, I would respond in kind. You see the same thing with Harley-Davidson riders. Well, motorcycle riders in general, they'll do that, that little motorcycle way before they you know, point a couple of fingers at the ground as they go by each other. That's just a, 
an acknowledgement of, hey, you and me could get along because we have at least this one thing in common. EVs are the same way. We need to acknowledge each other. We need to take care of each other. So bottom line, and this applies to whether you own an EV or not, just as a human being, be kind, be considerate. If you really want to be kind and considerate to the podcast, click that subscribe button. You can also leave me a review. I would really, really like to see a couple more people following me on Facebook at EV Diaries. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I usually use Instagram to feed my Twitter and Facebook accounts. So there's that. It's a great way to contact me. And like I said, you can always email me, Ben at evdiaries.com. The EV revolution is here and we're in this thing together. So buckle up. It should be a fun ride. <laughs>